Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
I'll be your host. Thy name, your fear. Israel of Seed Royal. Well, we're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast 666, the Song of the Part, and we'll get off right up into the broadcast. And we read memos as they come in on the broadcast. So um, let's see who coming on stage for the night episode, take number 54. We got a memo saying the elder will be about an hour late because he got a speaking engagement with some Christian pastors, and he wants to do a fine job with them, no doubt about it. And that's a good thing. And that's why we've got to do what Yahweh gives us to do. That's all. Stay on that, but you got the blessing of the six anointed camps. Do what you got to do to hell. All right, let's see who coming on stage for the next episode. We see the, a young lion named Brother Titus Israel. He's coming on, he's coming on stage for the next episode 54. Let's meet and greet him by saying, Brother Titus Israel, one of the up-and-coming teachers out of Camp One. Yaqua bless you there, see right. Yaqua bless you there, see Israel. Of seed royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, young lion. Um, do you have your better half with you there, um, young lion? Or what you got to say on that point there? Come on. Not this time. All right. All right. Hallelujah. I mean, I say it with energy. Hey, one thing about it, you know, this job got to be done. So we got the question. Right. You, you say it with boldness. Not this time, but I'm ready to go. That's the bottom line. We are always going to be ready to go. No doubt about it. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see, let's see what we're working with there. And we might precept exactly what, exactly something behind that. We don't know, but let's see, let's see what Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 says. Behind that, I mean, a young line, what it say? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. That's right. So uh, the righteous spirit do a teaching now. And um, we got to get in order. And we got to lead by example. And matter of fact, what, what is the order? Let's go to, um, let's find what the order is, because I asked the question. So let's see what the order is anyway, that we got to understand something. We got to understand some, some great things there, um, young lion. Let's go to St. John chapter 10. Let's go to St. John chapter 10 there, young lion. Let's see what, let's see, we, you know, you have a lot of things prepared, but have things prepared and, and sometimes somebody pop up again in there. And you just take it from there. Let's see what it says in St. John chapter 10, verse number 26 down to verse 28. We open up to take number 54 
St. John chapter 10, verse 36, 26 to 28. St. John 10, 26 to 28. Y'all line, let's get something going on. Come on. All right, the book of beloved John, chapter 10, verse 26 to 28. John chapter 10, verse 26 reads, But you believe not, because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, verse 27, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Verse 28. Verse 28. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Yeah, exactly right. So he said, my sheep hear my voice. That's what he said. That's what he said. My sheep hear my voice. Let's get a precept on that. Y'all learning. First Chronicles 21. We'll pick up verse 17. Let's get a precept on that. First Chronicles uh, chapter 21, verse 17. What does it say? All right, we're going to the book of First Chronicles. First Chronicles. Chapter 21, verse 17. First Chronicles, chapter 21, verse 17 reads. And David said unto Yahweh, it is not I that commanded the people to be numbered. Even I, it is that. Even I, it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep. What have they done? Let my hand, I pray you, O Yahweh, my Yahweh, be on me and on my fathers, but not on my people, but not on your people, that they should be plagued. Uh, so what did David, uh, young lion, what did David call his people? What, what, what did he call them? Call them sheep. See, and I'm understanding some. So he called his people sheep. Um, we got a statement over in the Book of Psalms that young line of made you help those fear out. And, and one thing about he says his sheep hear his voice. So you see, when it comes down to Yahweh's business, you are gonna hear his voice. So in Psalms chapter 80, help the O.C. out in verse number 1. What it said in Psalms chapter 80, verse number 1. What it said that young line, brother Titus, Psalms 80, verse 1. The book of Psalms chapter 80, verse 1 reads, Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you that leadest Joseph like a flock. You that dwell it between the cherubim, stand forth. Ah, so now this shepherd, he he the one leadeth Israel. This shepherd, so the shepherd is the, the shepherd is the one that leads Israel. The shepherd. So if you consider as the sheep, that means you gotta understand something. Get 
we got a shepherd over us because we are the sheep of his pastor. Now, in fact, give me 50, 17 on that one in the book of Jeremiah. Give me one line right across there. Jeremiah, give me one line across there. The book of Jeremiah is still chapter 50. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 50. In, in, the, in Isaiah, what, what I want, Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse number 17, what I want there, you know, line. Hallelujah. Uh, let's see what I want. Yeah, what Hallelujah. I want, bring, bring that along what I need. All right, come on. The book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 50, verse 17, reads, Israel is a scattered sheep. Israel is a scattered sheep. The highest position according to your shepherd, he's saying you are a sheep. A sheep must be upon a shepherd. So, when it comes down to understanding Yahweh, if we know we are sheep, we must be upon a shepherd. And when Yahweh came in the body, what was the statement that he made in 1524? Now, here he, here he is coming in the body, but, but before you read 1524, I want to get in Matthew chapter 10. See, Yacqua. once we understand what Yahweh got written, and knowing that we were created to do his business, that was created to do, and, and when we get out of doing his business, then you're supposed to recognize all that from the pages of the book. So now in Matthew chapter 10, can you have to see out in um, verse number 7 and 8? Let's read verse 6 make it make it sound good. Let's look at Matthew chapter 10, Peter verse, and we'll take it down to verse number 8. Let's see what we, what we work with there, young lines. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 through 8. Come on. The book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 5 through 8. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 reads, These twelve, Yahweh the Son, sent forth, and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any, and into any city of the Samaritans, and to you not. Verse 6. But go rather to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. As you go teach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Mm -hmm. So he said, he said, I go to the lost sheep of the family of Israel and raise the dead. So the dead he wants you to raise up. He wants you to raise up the dead of Israel. Get a precept on that. Let's run to Second Ezra chapter 2. So he wants you to raise up the dead out of Israel. So, and that's just what our mission is to do. We have to follow the blueprint and raise the dead up in Israel. 
He's not anti anybody. But we got to raise the dead up in Israel. Let's see what we got going on in uh, the book of. Let's see where it starts at in 2nd Ezra chapter 2. And we'll look at 1 down to verse 7. Then we'll skip down to verse 14, down to verse 16. Let's see what we're working with there, young lion. We're in 2nd Ezra chapter 2, 1 through 7, 14 through 16. You're back on the clock. Come on. The book of 2nd Ezra, the see chapter 2. Verse 1 through 7, 14 to 16. Second Ezra chapter 2, verse 1 reads, Thus said Yahweh, I brought this people out of bondage and gave them my commandment by my servants to see it, whom they would not hear but despise my counsel. Verse Hold two. that part right there. Hold that part right there. See, and, and, and that's what's going on today. You pay the fear, no, never mind. And the, and the seer be speaking from the spirit of Yahweh. It don't make a difference what lesson it is. We can, Yahweh at that very same hour will give you what you got to say. So he says, mm-hmm. now, um, but you pay the seer, no, never mind. Let's pull that point and see where he pulled that from. In the book of Daniel, chapter 11, making 9, verse 6. Well, where did he pull that from? He, he, so this verse had to be pulled somewhere else. He said, but he gave his information to his servants to fear. But y'all pay him no never mind. You didn't pay him no mind then, and you don't pay the whole seal no mind today. Let's look at Daniel 9, verse 6. What does it say there? But I, come on. We're going to the book of Daniel. The seer, chapter 9, verse 6. Daniel the Seer, chapter 9, verse 6. Neither have they hearkened unto your service to see it, but spake in your name to our king, our prince, and to our father, and to all the people of the land. See that? And, and, and we have the same problem today, and that's why we got to come now, but we got to come those that understand you got to find out what is the order for Yahweh to intervene. Let's go to the book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 10, and Amos 3, verse 7. Then we'll get back to 2nd Ezra, chapter 2, verse number 2. What does it say over there in Hosea 12, verse 10, that young lion come on? We're going to the book of Hosea, the seer, chapter 12. Verse 10, I have also spoken by the seer. I have multiplied vision and used similitude by the mystery of the seer. Yeah, well, well read that again, uh, uh, young man. You kind of broke up a little bit. And and, and uh, take a deep breath before you start off because I didn't, I was still in the middle of my talk. So kind of pause uh, a second to make sure you don't, you don't just knock those seer out of the box. So now read that verse again in 12, verse 10, now, you know what? The book of Hosea, the seer, chapter 12, verse 10 reads, I have also spoken by the seer, and I have multiplied vision and used similitude by the mystery 
by the ministry of the seed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and understand one thing. According, according to verse 13, we're going to let Hosea tell you something very important in verse 13. What is he saying in verse 13 there, your mind? Hosea the seer, chapter 12, verse 13 reads, And by a seer, Yahweh brought Israel out of Egypt, bonded, and by a seer was he preserved. You see that? So you, so you see, and give me Amos 3, verse 7. The book of Amos the seer, chapter 3, verse 7, reads, Surely Yahweh would do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servant, the seed. All right, did anything change in prophecy 10 verse 7 of Revelation? Did anything change? Because we could we have we set something up, and we don't know how Yahweh wants this to be lined out. But remember, if we don't get back to Yahweh, we must be in order. What kind of order? The Bible order. So if Bible order is not present and you recognize yourself as higher than a sheep, a sheep got to have a shepherd. A sheep got to have a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yahweh said the children of Israel, they are my sheep and they hear my voice. Huh? So that's the same token. What you reading that young line? We're going to the book of Revelation. What about Amos? Stop off the name of first, 3 verse 7, then go to Revelation 10 verse 7. Yes, sir. All right, back to Amos. Let's see chapter 3, verse 7 reads, Surely Yahweh would do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servant. Just see it. So that's how he operates. So if you offer any ministry, Understand one thing. That's how Yahweh operates, what we read right now. That's how he operates. And then John got the bombshell in the 10th chapter. And he made he made a profound statement in the 10th chapter, verse number 7. What do you say in 10, verse 7? We're going to the book of John, chapter 10, verse 7. Yeah, Revelation. Revelation. Yeah, Revelation. Make that Revelation. 10 verse 7, yeah. end time prophecy. Yeah, hold on, hold on, young man. Don't drown those thing out. We got plenty of time. Uh, Revelation chapter 10, let's look at verse number 7, and then we're going to skip down to verse 10 and 11. Something in that we need to pull out. Let's see what we got. In Revelation chapter 10, verse 7, let's skip down to 10 and 11. Come on. We're going to end time prophecy. Revelation chapter 10, verse 7, skip down verse 10 and 11. Revelation chapter 10, verse 7 reads, But in the days of the voice of the seven angels, when he should begin to sound, the mystery of Yahweh should be finished, as he had declared to his servant, the seed. Uh, read that again, because you kind of broke up a little bit. So read that again there. Take the time there, young line. Read that verse 7 again. In time prophecy, Revelation chapter 10, verse 7. But in the days of the voice of the seven angels, 
when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of Yahweh should be finished, as he has declared to his servants the seed. Uh-huh. And, 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 and what did he say? And what, he, what did he say that we can read? What did he say in verse 10 and 11? Take the time, 10 and 11 there. You don't mind? Revelation chapter 10, verse 10 and 11. Revelation chapter 10, verse 10 reads, And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth, with as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Oh, that's right there. Oh, that's right there. You know why his belly, his belly was bitter? Now, he was happy that he was receiving his word. Hallelujah. But when he got that book, he understood that the problems that he seen, the things that's going to befall the nation of Israel. And that's why it was bitter. But listen to what he says here now in verse number 11. What he says in verse 11? Revelation chapter 10, verse 11. And it reads, And he said unto me, You must prophesy again before many people and nations and tongues and kings. Wait a minute. He's telling uh, John that he got to prophesy over to many, um, many people and many nations and tongues and kings. Wait a minute. Uh, how could he? What What is he talking about here, young lion? Let's back up to the first chapter. Let's see what 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 is this he talking about? Let's look at uh, one verse nine. See what's going on. One verse nine of Revelation. One verse nine. Yes, sir. We're going to end time prophecy. Revelation chapter one. Verse nine reads. And I, John, who is also am your brother and companion in tribulation and the kingdom and patience of Yahweh the Son, was in an owl that is called Patmo, for the word of Yahweh and for the covenant of Yahweh the Son. Wait a minute. John is on the Isle of Patmo. How is he going to prophesy to many kings and everything else? John didn't leave the Isle of Patmo. He never got out of prison. He never got out of prison. John died in prison on the Isle of Patmos. So how is John going to fulfill this prophecy? How's he going to do it? Okay. And see, that's why the forces over to his life. We got to get this. We got to get this right. John never left the Isle of Patmos. How is John going to prophesize to any? Body besides the one in prison. Mm-hmm. What got to happen? Okay. And that's why you have to understand one thing. Some things that John seen. John seen um, when he was writing that book. 
he sees the prophecy and some things that John thinks. Matthew 24, 15 down to verse 22. John thinks. Matthew 24, 15 and 22. What did it say that young man? All right, we're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 15 and 22. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 15 reads, When you therefore succeed the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the seer, stand in the righteous place, Whoso read it, let him understand. Verse 16. Then let them which be in Judah flee into the mouth. Verse 17. Let him which is... Hold that point, uh, young lion. Read that verse again, then, young lion. Uh, verse 15. Yeah, read that verse again. Yeah, read that verse again. Let them do what? Matthew chapter 24, verse 15 reads, When you therefore succeed the abomination of desolation, spoken of yes. by pain, spoken of okay. by the next verse 16, then let them which be in Judah flee into the mountain. Yeah, uh, what mountain? What mountain that he wants them to flee to? What, what do it say in the, in the book of Jubilee, chapter 9, what mountain that he wants them to flee into? What what mountain he wants the children of Israel to flee into? According to the book of Jubilee, chapter 9, where it says um, the blessing of Abraham. I need to hear that in tell me what verse that is up under the blessing of Noah. Thank you. Thank you, that young line. So I'm looking for... Um, Jubilee chapter nine, and I want I want the verse where it talks about the blessing of Noah. Let's talk about it a little bit. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of Jubilee, chapter nine. Noah's blessing. Verse fourteen reads, and thus the son of Noah divided into their sons in the presence of Noah their father. And he bind them all by an oath, imprecating a curse on everyone that sought to seek the portion which have not fallen to him by his lot. Verse 15. And they all say, so be it, so be it, for themselves and their sons forever throughout their generation to the day of judgment, on which Yahweh should judge them with a sword and with fire. For all the unclean wickedness of the earth, wherewith they have filled the earth with sin and uncleanness and fornication and sin. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, so John was reading where the children of Judah have to flee to the mountains. And um, what mountains up on the northern? That what mountain is the children of Israel for Judah, Benjamin, Levi? What mountain is that? Let's go to Ezekiel 36, verse 8. So he said, flee to the mountain. You know, and they go to a whole lot of things on. So we got to find out what mountain that 
the children of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi have to flee to that we can read. Let's go to 36. And we look at verse number 8. What is it saying? 36 verse 8. Yeah, you're online. Come on. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 8 reads, But you, mountain, government of Israel, you should sue forth your breath and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Uh, so what mountains, um, young lion, that, that John seen, according to Matthew, what mountains were the children of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, what mountains were they fleeing to there, according to, you know, um, Matthew 24, to flee into what mountains? So what mountains is Judah and Benjamin fleeing to and Levi there, young lion? What mountains? Come on. Talk to us here. According to Ezekiel 36, verse 8, it says, But you, O mountains of Israel. Excellent. Excellent, that young lion. Excellent. So when he was told, they understood prophecy. Stood prophecy. Because it tells you in Sarah 15, verse 1. Let's go see how what it tells us in Sarah 15, verse 1, that young lion. Let's go okay. see how 15, verse one, say what? Going to the book of Sirach, the seer, chapter 15, verse 1. Sirach, the seer, chapter 15, verse 1 reads, He that feared Yahweh would do good, and he that hath the knowledge of the law shall obtain her. So you got to have the knowledge of the, of the law. You got to have the knowledge of the law. And in Sirach 10 verse 1, let's, let's, let's see if we raise the level up a little bit in 10 verse 1. Let's, raise, let's see if we can raise the bar up a little bit. You got to have knowledge of the law. What is it saying we can read in Sirach 10 verse 1? Go on to the book of Sirach to see it. Chapter 10, verse 1. A wise judge, a seer, elder, when struck his people, and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you well you you from that ball big time there, you know what I mean? In that case, the judges don't make no move without who? A wise seer will instruct his people in that case right there. Yes, sir. See, you got a lot of meanings, but in that case, and that ten one, a wise seer. Will instruct his people. He will instruct the elders. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give you a chance to rebound yourself behind that one by going to the 37 chapter. Let's see if you um, redeem yourself by going to the 37 chapter. Because a wild seer, in that case, a wild seer will instruct his people. Because that's what we've been reading all for the last 30 minutes about everything ran through the seer. That's well, right. Judges get the hands on it. They can't get their hand on them to see and bring it to them. Right. So uh, we go on to Sarat 37, and, and we um, let you redeem yourself there, young lion. And 37, and let's take it around by verse number 23. 
down to verse 26. Let me, let me hear you how you can redeem yourself in Sirach 37, 23 down to verse 26. Come on. Sirach 37, verse 23 reads, And why seer instruct his people in the fruit of his understanding? They will not. Verse 24, And why seer to be filled with blessings? And all they that see him to count him happy. Verse 25. The days of the life of man may be numbered, but the days of Israel are innumerable. Verse 26. And why see it to inherit glory among his people? And his name should be perpetual. That's how you do it, that young line. That's how you. That's how you redeem yourself. But 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 remember one thing: when you're on the clock, you got to deliver. So now well, we well. found out that John was um, looking at a lot of things, and John got bitter. It's bitter in his mouth because he knows that the children of Israel are gonna take a dip. So he was reading about them taking a dip, and then he also and Luke. 21, 29 to verse 24. Let's see if we can find out what's going on in Luke chapter 21, verse 20 to 24. Y'all lying, come on. Going to the book, the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 20 to 24. Luke chapter 21, verse 20 reads, And when you shall see Judah compassion, with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is near. Verse 21. The letter which are in Judah flee to the mouth of Israel. And let them which hey. are in Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. And let them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let not them that are in the country enter thereunto. Verse 22. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Verse 23. But woe to them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But these should be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. Mm-hmm. Whoa. What, what is this, this people? Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. So what is why is the prophecy based upon in 34 verse 2 of Deuteronomy about how far the fleeing to the mountain of Israel? Hallelujah. Yeah. Let, let's find out exactly the prophecy of fleeing to the mountain of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 2. Let's find out the mountains of Israel. How far do they go? Let's see. 34, verse 2 of Deuteronomy, come on. The book of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the law, chapter 34, verse 2 reads, And all Naphtali, in the land of Ephraim, and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah, until the utmost sea. You see that? So, Judah, when they, when they fled, don't think they went down the road of peace. In 70 A.D., when they fled, they fled all the way to the utmost part of 
24 chapter. See, that's why we got to come now. Boss number two is right. But we got to come and, and expand their understanding there, young line. So when they fled to the mountain of Israel, don't think that the mountain of Israel over there by the line of sea, Atlantic Sea. That, that went, that went, let's see how far that went. We go on to the book called Matthew 24. And we want to kind of get an idea, young line, just how far they went. Verse 27, 24, 27, young line of Matthew's brain. Book of Matthew. Chapter 24, verse 27. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 27 reads. For as the lightning coming out of the east and shining even unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Read that again. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 27. For as the lightning coming out of the east and shining even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So it's no breaking it's no breaking between the children of Israel land from east to west. So when they fled in the mountain of Israel, Israel mountains came all the way over here. Hallelujah. All the way over here. Straight shot. So when it talks about the west coast of Africa, no, ain't no such thing as no west coast coast of Africa anywhere between from east to west. You gotta move it over a little bit. You gotta move the west coast of Africa over a little bit uh, because Shem got the east and the west that was prophesied by. Yahweh to Abram in the 13th chapter, verse 11, we're not going to read, of Genesis 14 down to verse 16 and all that good stuff. What we try to tell you, when they had to flee to the mountain, they did not go into Ham land. That's right. They did not go into Japhetic land. Because they already knew that the prophecy was, if you go into anybody else's land, you're upon a curse. So Yahweh did not send them to a cursed land. They went there on their own. Yahweh told the children of Israel, your land is Shem's land. And you hold it down until I wake him back up. Shem land go from east to west. It's no... There's no dividing, just like when you sit there and you try to pray back to the east, you be praying back, say, they'll say, pray back to the east, to your land. So, so how did you get West Africa in the middle of it? Because West Africa don't belong there. Push it over a little bit. That was the land of Shem that they all from the get-go. See, that's why we got to come to anything from the center capital of the world Ezekiel 5, 5, what is that there, young line? Ezekiel 5, 5. Yes, sir. We're going to the book of Ezekiel. The seer, chapter 5, verse 5 reads. 
Ezekiel chapter 5, verse 5 reads, Thus said Yahweh, This is Judah, I have set her in the midst of the nation and country that are round about her. You hear that? So if you had a light or a stream, and you stood in the land, the center capital world of Judah, and you take a stream and, and tied it to a helicopter or jet, and a straight line will take you straight to Utah. It'll take you straight to the place called Utah. Straight. Right in the land of the center capital of the world, and you go and you, and you look and take a measuring with the computer, a straight shot will go straight across everything and put you right in the land of Utah. And that's what Judah and Benjamin Levi fled into the mountains of Utah. They, they didn't clamp themselves into what they call now West Africa, because there wasn't no West Africa when he told that was the land of Shem. But that's why we got to come and we're getting lined up to take care of some business through some Yahweh. But we got to understand that we have to return back to the proper leadership of the Bible, how it works. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 10, verse 21 there, young line. We're going to okay. Isaiah 10, verse 21. I'm going to the book Isaiah to see chapter 10, verse 21. Read. The remnant shall return, even the remnant of Israel, unto the mighty Yahweh. Uh-huh. Now we gotta find what remnant, what remnant of Israel gonna return. Because Israel is twelve tribes. So let's mm-hmm. preach up there and find out what remnant of Israel gonna return to the mighty Yahweh. Let's go to um, Isaiah thirty seven verse twenty one. Thirty one. Let's find out in Isaiah 37, 31, what remnant is going to return to Yahweh. Let's see if you can read about it in 37, 21. Young line, come on. Going to the book Isaiah to see it. Chapter 37, verse 21. Isaiah to see it. Chapter 37, verse 21. Isaiah to see chapter 37, verse 21. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, said unto Hezekiah, saying, Thus said Yahweh of Israel, whereas you played, whereas you prayed to me again. Nah, well, well, wait, wait a minute, young man. I think I'm kind of. Let me look at that a little bit better because I'm looking for. I'm kind of, I'm struggling right now, but uh, I said in 37, but that ain't, that ain't basically uh, what I want to hear. Uh, 37, uh, right, 37, 31 and 32, what you, what you read? You reading Isaiah 37, 31, 32, that young line? Because I know I want to hear what I want to hear. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, all right, I got it. I nod my arrow. Hold on, on then, young man. Don't, don't over talk to old Phil. You make it good. Trip me all up. 
Wait till I finish up. Hold the breath. When I finish up, then you get in there. So now, um, in Isaiah 37, look right down at verse 31 and 32. And when we tell you take off, then you take off. Then your show. All right, Isaiah 37, 31, 32. Young line, come on back again with it. Come on. Isaiah chapter 37, 31, and 32. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 31 reads, And the remnant that is escaped of the family of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Verse 32. For out of Judah shall go forth a remnant, and they that escape out of Mount Judah the zeal of Yahweh hope to do this. You see that? So Judah going to be the one. So out of Judah, there's going to be a remnant out of Judah. It's going to be a remnant out of Judah that puts you back on the right track. A remnant out of Judah. Let's find out what, what is the remnant that we can read by going to Isaiah chapter 6. Let's, let's find out what, what kind of remnant is this. It's going to be there, young line. We're going to preach up there and find out what kind of remnant it's going to be out of Judah that we can read. We're going to Isaiah chapter 6 and pick at verse 13. What, what kind of remnant is just going to be out of Judah that we can read? We're going to the book of Isaiah chapter 6, verse 13. The book of Isaiah is here, chapter 6, verse 13 reads, But yet in it should be a tent, and it should return, should be eaten as a tower tree, and as an oak whose substance is in them, when they cast their leaves, so the righteous seed should be the substance thereof. Wait a minute, that's big talk there, young lion. Young lion, did you hear me say it? So the remnant of Judah that's going to return, it's going to be how many of the remnant going to turn according to verse 13? How many? The tenth. How many? According to 13, that young lion. It's right there in the first line. Yes. It's right there in the first line there, young man. But yet in it shall be a tent. And yet in it, it will be a tent. So now we are already clear about exactly how many is going to return out of Judah. It will be a, a tent. So we're going to lose a lot of our loved ones. We're going to lose a lot of our mother, father, sisters, brothers. Because the only one that how much gonna return out of Judah to get this information down pat, but only be how many? According to Isaiah chapter what we at? Chapter seven, chapter six,
in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 13, it's going to be a tent of Yahweh Judah going to return and shall be eaten. And he says, the holy seed. Amen. What is he talking about? This holy seed. A precept on that. I think I need a precept on that. You know what? What holy seed that we can read? Uh, let's take me run through. I don't know about this holy seed there. You know what? The holy seed. We need a little more information on it. Is anyone we can read about a holy seed there? You know what? In the book of Ezra. Maybe being um the book of Nehemiah. It talks about that about that seed there, you know. We wanna see can we turn it in about this holy seed, this righteous seed. We wanna find out a little bit more about it. I think we need to go to E Z R A and what we're looking for is the Holy Spirit. That's what we're looking for. So we're going to EZRA chapter 9, and we'll pick it up at verse number 1 and 2. Let's see what it says in EZRA chapter 9, verse 1 and 2 about this Holy Spirit. Book of Ezra, EZRA chapter 9. Verse 1 and verse 2, the book of Ezra, chapter 9, verse 1 reads, Now when these things were done, the princes came to me saying, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the land, doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Moabites, and the Mizumites, and the Aramites. Amorites, verse 2. They have taken their daughters for themselves, for their sons, so that the righteous seed have mingled themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the hand of the princes and the rulers have been cheap in this trespass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay, read that again because it kind of broke up a little bit there. You don't mind? Read verse 2 again. Take the time there, you don't mind? Verse 2, come on. The book of Ezra, chapter 9, verse 2. For they have taken of their daughter for themselves and for their son, so that the righteous seed have mingled themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the hand of the princess. And the rulers have been cheap in this trespass. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in this case right here, the, the Holy See, remember, uh, Northern Kingdom, they already, um, is, is, um, they parted, but they're not up, up front. It's Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. 
So the Judah, Benjamin, and Levite got to come together first or the next move would happen because Judah, Benjamin, and Levite is the righteous seed. And the rest of the tribe got to, got to get some get back on them, but they got to get away from a lot of things. So the righteous seed is Judah, Benjamin, and Levite, and it was prophesied in Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 and 10. Can you help me out there, young line? What was prophesied yes, in Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 and 10? Just slide right on over to Deuteronomy 33, verse 1 and 7. Back to back, young line, you on the clock. Come on. We're going to the book of Genesis. We're on the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 1. Skip down 8 through 10. And Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1 and verse 7. Go to the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 1, 8 through 10. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1 reads, And Israel called unto his son and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which should befall you in the last days. Verse 8 reads, Judah, you are he whom your brother is to praise. The head should be and the neck of your enemy, your father's children, shall bow down before you. Verse 9. Judah, as the lions wept from the prey, my son, you are gone up. He stooped down. He couched as a lion, as an old lion, who shall rouse them up. Verse 10. The sceptre shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver. From between his feet, until Yahweh the sun comes, and unto him should the gathering of the people be. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, right. you, you see that? You, what, hold on a minute. You see that great pause that, that was in? See, when that great pause that you just put on a minute ago, you both been talking about the verses as you turn to it. See, the key to, to um, get that level all the way up. Always have them to be talking about the verses until they find it. Have them repeat the verses until you get it. Otherwise, Deuteronomy 33, verse 1 and 7, although you, you, you turn it to it, but the same token, you're talking about it all the way. That's the that's game changer right there. You'd be talking about it all the way. I mean, you'd be no dead space in the airway. So we right. go on to a verse be talking about it, and that getting the people informed on where you're going, but you have no dead space. And that's a tidbit that is learned from our elders, Yada Israel. We talk about the verse and turn in the same time. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1 and verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1 reads, and this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of Yahweh, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Verse 7 reads, And this is the blessing of Judah. And he said, Hear Yahweh, the voice of Judah, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and be you and help to him from his enemies. Mm-hmm. Now, Mother Dear of Israel, we know the WCC did inform me that they knocked you and 
told the mother off the network, but you dialed back again and got on the network. So if you don't mind, do the same thing with Mother Mother Eve. They informed me. I just didn't say nothing about it. I know they knocked you off the radio. So uh, bag up and get in contact with Mother Eve and let her know if she can come back into the room. Things, but one thing we do know about Second Corinthians 2.11, we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. So Mother be up his rest, bag up and call Mother and let her know she can redial and come back into the room. And then we'll bring y'all both on and hear what y'all got to say. So, see, we, see one thing about it. We know this message that we got is a load. And those that catch on to it and get it is a detriment to because we breathe out information and prophecy. And just like we found out now, so we know now exactly it's going to be a tenth of Judah. It's going to be a tenth of Judah that's going to catch your, catch your fire. That's what it's going to be. So we, we got that already. So now, in the book of Isaiah, we'll give Mother a chance to, to make the phone call and get Mother Eve back into the room, and then we'll bring the book of Mother's in shortly by next. In the book, Provide well, Isaiah there, young man. Yes, sir. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 6. We're going to Isaiah chapter 6. And I, I, I want to analyze this right here down from Isaiah 6. I want to I analyze 8 down to verse 12. Let's do 8 down to verse 12. The book of Isaiah to see it. chapter 6, verse 8 to verse 12. Isaiah well, to hold, that point. hold that point. Hold, hold that point. He said he's seen something. Something else he's seen. I need to pull out something he's seen. Something he's seen in Isaiah 6 is something that he, he's seen. I want to find out what did he see in verse number three. What did he see in verse number three? Isaiah 6, 3. What did he see? But Isaiah to see it. Chapter 6. Verse 3 reads. And one cried unto another and said, Righteous, righteous, righteous is Yahweh of hope. The whole earth is full of his glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I need a little bit more there, young man. Something else, something else he said he's seen. And um, don't see us struggling right now, but something else he said he's seen. He's seen something, and I need a key word that he said he's seen. Let's see what he sees in verse number five. Hallelujah. What do you see in verse five? Isaiah to see it. Chapter six. Verse five reads. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, Yahweh of hope. 
when we turn the teachers loose, the mothers got to be looking at them real carefully yeah, and yeah. understand one thing. They're not precepting the Bible. They're just running a bunch of scriptures together and they're not tying it in. Then you have to you have to pull them down off the off the carpet of Mother B of Israel, Mother E, Mother Z. Because we got to have a keen ear of understanding that we must precept the Bible. Every verse has a precept in it. But on things that's very important, we have to know it. And we can tell when you're teaching because you're going to make the Bible and you're going to do the precept to get understanding. So now, in St. John 5:37, can you help me out there, young line? What it say? Okay, we're going to John chapter 5. Verse 37. John chapter 5, verse 37 reads. John chapter 5, verse 37. And the Father himself, which has seen me, have borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Mm-hmm. He said the Father that not seen me, that sent me. The Father that sent me, fell witness on me. Read that again, that young line, because remember you got a nine hundred thousand on the network. Time look at them words real carefully. St. John, chapter five, verse thirty seven, young line to look. John chapter five, verse thirty seven reads, And the Father himself, which has sent me, have borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. So one you ain't so one that everybody Isaiah and and all these seers are talking to, they tell it to somebody it's got the title of Yahweh the Son. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. one they saying, so you mean Yahweh the Son is on the left side of the book? Yeah. Yes he is. So Yahweh the Son is doing his great big chocolate free mother in and let's see what mother got to say and see if she are uh, getting warm enough to put some notes together. Because, like I said, again, we found out that John go out to prophesize again. But how did John prophesize again? He never left the Isle of Patmos. So I wonder how that goes to happen. The only one who found out how that got to happen, we got to know how to read the Bible. The way Yahweh have laid it out, but it's not a novel. If you don't preach up your Bible, you'll never find out how John going to prophesize again. You can't guess anything. Because what what it says in 3 verse 11 of St. John there, young line, can you have to see out what it says in 3 verse 11? Turn the microphone over to Mother G of Israel. What it says in 3 verse 11? Book of John, chapter 3, verse 11. Read, truly, truly, I say unto you, we speak that we do know, and we testify that we have seen. You receive not our witness. So we so 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 we speak what we know. See now we know where we coming from. That's why on the international side of nine thousand strong, and we know what WCC is on send to you. We are saying that, but see Yahweh, he. He rules over men, and he makes any minds do what they want to do. But one thing about this word is going to be heard, and he used 
do whatever you want to and set them up. Because one thing about it, Yahweh has already orchestrated everything from the Father that gave you the Son. This thing is already called. We just got to figure out how to do our part in just as Yahweh and activate him to come. If you can bring Mother D up Israel here and find out, you know, the boy was trying to hit strong last night broadcast. Let's talk to Mother D of Israel for a minute, June, and see what's going on. Like, well, like we said again, we got to always remember a uh, young line in uh, 16, verse 12. Can you hear me out? And Wisdom of Solomon? Yes, sir. 16, verse 12. Go to the book of yeah, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16. Verse 12 reads, For it was neither herb nor modifying plaster that restored them to hell. But your word, O Yahweh, which healed all things. Uh-huh. And remember, and, and you came up with um, a statement in the same line of that in your last teaching at the Sabbath day bottom pertaining to that. Can you, can you pull that verse back up again there, young line? Up to 90 days. It depends on what kind of condition you're in. 
and by you eating live food, and as live food you must in Genesis chapter 1, 29 and 30. What does that say in your line? Genesis chapter 1, 29 and 30. What does it say? The book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 29 to 30. Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 reads, And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it should be for me. Verse 30, And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given you every green herb for meat. And it was so. You see, so we have to be in a position to help others. Because we know it's going to be a school, a banquet hall, and a radio station. Because it's no accident the land is all around Cap 1 for a reason. But when we look at our people come in, we read that a wise seer would instruct his people. Who do the seer instruct? Let's find out who he instructs. Number 15. Let's go to Genesis. Let's see who do the seer instruct. Let's go to 315 to 16 of Exodus. See, the seer got a job to do, but he got to instruct who? Exodus, chapter 3, 15 and 16, come on. We're in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. Exodus, chapter 3, verse 15, read. And Yahweh said, Moreover, unto Moses, thus do you say to the children of Israel, the Yahweh of your father, Yahweh of Abraham, Yahweh of Isaac, and Yahweh of Israel, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse 16, go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, Yahweh of your fathers, Yahweh of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, appear to me, saying, I will surely visit you. I have seen that which done to you in Egypt. Bondage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all, all, all that we need out of that verse is go gather the help. Oh. Third line, we're going to help them on third line. So listen, that's why it understands from the elders come in into what? Let's go and help me out in the book of Timothy there. Young line. Uh, yep, don't see a pull the verse out that the elders not only is men, but they also somebody else. Let's pull it, let's pull it out. Let's yep, yep, go see I'm pull that verse out from there, young man. We want to find out that it's, when, it's, when you say elder, you got to be defended about what you're talking about, but you can't be talking about what we get ready to read. What we get ready to read is, uh, young man. Okay. About the. The elders. Yeah, we want we want to read about we want to read about the the elders, but we want to make sure that the elders come 
going for the win. You going to get back on your feet. So now, by putting in live food in your body, that means green food. And you've got to always make sure while you eat your green food, you got your nice watermelon. Watermelon will help turn and help your, your digestive system out. If you can find a yellow watermelon, you better than the red. But you you know, you gotta really search and find that one. And once you and remember, you and you must drink at least in that run of day, no less than a half a gallon of water. If you can drink a whole gallon of run of day, the more water you put in you. And just like when you go and wash your clothes, don't you got you don't put a easy big piece of water to wash your clothes, do you? Same thing about the water. You gotta merge yourself into that water so that water can be fighting for you, just like you merge your water in clothes. Oh, I mess these pants up, this girl about you know, you now you don't put in some water, you don't get to working on. You know the more water you put on it, the more it brings it back. Same thing about the body. You must drink the spring water no less than a half of a gallon. Oh, yeah, now, once you are done these things, you're eating green food. You're not eating no dead. You're not eating no beef meat. And you know you're not eating the, the other meat that we're getting ready to read. My fact, we'll bring mother in. And my fact, we just paused and, and we'll bring both. We'll bring mother dear Israel in and to bring Mother in, because let me tell you something. We have to rehearse the righteous act now, and we got to watch the ones that stand before us and teach it now, and to make sure that we make sure they're on point, just not just throwing out a bunch of scriptures. We got to help people. We got to meet them where they're at and show them exactly how you get back on your feet. And how you get back on your feet, you got any injury in your body. You got to put your water first. You got to eat green food. You got to drink no less than a half a gallon of water. Folks, you thumbing around all the time. You can't down your feet long enough. Disembobbling. Because you ain't got your water first. Then you still eat dead food. You got to leave dead food alone to 90 days. Leave the dead food alone. Anything that's dead I don't care what kind, leave it alone to get your body back in order. Especially if you try to help others. But if you're about yourself, then you do yourself. But if you come in contact with others, you got to tell the first thing you got to do, you got to put the dead food down. But now I got one of the members out of the six anointed camp. They got half of their family came in and, 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 and they went to a place where it fell, I can't call the name because, you know, you know, we monsters, all bad. And they mess around and had some shrimp. They had some shrimp. You see what they do? They, they got half of their family, their family, you know, they outside of just their job walk. And so they went out, they went out for dinner, and they, and they always, listen, you cannot, you, have been told, what not to eat? Come on, young lion, in the 11th chapter. Yes, oh, sir. See, we've been told 
And that's why we have to lead by example. Don't let no family member put you in that predicament when you're supposed to know these things. The punishment is worth it on you. Now we got a member of, I can call a camp out, in the hospital, we've got to get that. But the first of all, you know not to eat kind of food. The punishment is high on you. Let's see what he says in Leviticus 11, 1 and 2. Get down to verse 7 down to verse number 11. What does it say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, 7 to 11. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 reads, And Yahweh speaketh to Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which you shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Verse 7 reads, And the swine, though he bite the hut and be cloven-footed, yet he do not the cub. He is unclean to you. Verse 8. Of their flesh do you not eat, and their carcass do you not touch. They are unclean to you. Verse 9. These should you eat of all that are in the water. Whatsoever hath thin to scale in the water, in the sea, and in the river, them should you eat. Verse 10, and all that have not fins and scales in the sea and in the river of all that move in the water and of any living thing which are is in the water, they should be an abomination unto you. Verse 11. Yeah, go ahead. They should be even an abomination unto you. You should not eat of their flesh. But you shall have their carcass in abomination. Verse 12. Verse 12. Whatsoever had no fins nor scales in the water, that should be an abomination unto you. See, and that's what will happen to one of the members out of the, may have called nobody out, out of one of the camps. They finally came in, they went out for journey, and they ordered shrimp, lobster, and frog leaves, and all that stuff. And they um, stopped at the place over there in um, Canal, and they got um, that got got loaded for a hook. Now they now they now they off in Oslo. Listen, you got to lead by example. You don't let no family member, nobody get you off of the said job rock. You, you got to take the lead and not in hospital, huh? But eating stuff in the water that didn't have fins and scales. Shrimp, lobster, and, and frog legs, you don't eat that no more. You don't eat that. That's not good for you. The man makes your body. It's not good for you to eat. So you have to make, and if your family bring you a meal, knowing that you're not well, 
you have to make sure you you instruct them. This is what God requires for me to do to get back on my feet. I got you. Got to make me some green food. Yeah, All green, nothing dead, nothing dead. You ain't putting no uh, ham hocker season the meat in there. Turkey in the sweet. Ain't no kind of meat to season. No dead meat for me to get back on my feet. I got to leave all dead products alone to go for the win. And then after you, then you got to get some kind of exercising program. If you can't do but one jumping jack, do a half one. And next day, do a half again. Got water start building you up. You've got to do some kind of exercise to shake the blood up in your body. Along with the green food, you got to shake it up. You can't pull whatever. You can't raise your leg up about halfway. Do the halfway. Start moving your blood up. All the arthritis and all these pains you have and stuff like this. When you keep your water first, keep the green food, nothing dead. Make sure you find you a while enough. Find it. Somebody got it. Cut that watermelon up and it got some seeds in it. And eat that watermelon. It'll feed you up like you had you five or six chicken in your belly. But guess what it be doing? It be helping pulling the toxins out your body. But you but when you try to help somebody else, senior citizen, your loved one, you tell them bottom line. You've got to put the dead food alone down 30 to 90. After 30 days, you'll start seeing your body changing anyway. You'll start getting stronger with the exercise. Then you can resume whatever activities you want to You're going to be funding all around. Your mind won't be your commemorative. There ain't nothing but built up mucus in your body because your blood don't got too thick and it's too dry like a powder house. Once you eat your green food and do the exercise, start on a low, low exercise. Just do something. Then build from there. At least write down, I did, I try to do a push-up. I did a half a push-up. Okay, good. At least you started. Then you come back. I got on my step. I stepped three times and got off. Then get off. Do three times again. Then Yahweh will see your work. Then he will step in and start increasing your energy level. So we got to be able to help others and include ourselves. Because we can both be in no position where we can't help others. He said, um, help me out, young lion, found the verse from it. Paul says, when I teach others that myself will be a castaway. That those say out in that verse. See, Paul says, he has to keep his body in subjection itself. So he has to apply these things himself. So we, by being the leaders and the shepherds, we have to show you exactly what you got to do to help others. See? No dead food. No. And and when you start getting better, boil your fish. Put it in with the green food. Now, this is where put the green Mix all together. All you're beginning stronger and stronger and stronger. 
Because see what it's going to be doing is going to be pulling all the mucus out of the body. All the mucus is going to be pulled out. Don't go back and eat no shrimp or no uh, macaroni and spaghetti. Leave that stuff alone. You just start eating alone. To get back on your feet to be a blessing for others. Then Yahweh bless you. So, um, when you find me that first time, I need you to your line. The Second Timothy. Second Timothy two. If you got my verse, if you got it, break out, break out. If you got my verse, I need where he said I'll be a. If I don't keep my body up on the subjection, I myself will be a castaway. What verse is that? That young line. Uh, you ain't got what? Well, the mothers will get it a little bit later. Let's see what. While, while I'm talking to the mothers, you should be finding that verse when Paul talks about him being a. Himself being a castaway, and I'll talk to the mothers a little bit. And while you uh doing a little homework, but one thing about it, I'm changing something. Yeah, well, I'm, saying, I, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to pardon, but I got to see what he can see. We got to be prepared for this thing here. Mother D of Israel, Yahweh be just see right. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yes, yeah, y'all want you to bring it. Thank you. And, 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 yeah, and, 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 
can reverse anything he wants or whatever he wants. All we got to remember that he got all the power. Whenever he ready to do whatever he wants to do, he can do it. All we got to make sure we line up the book. So we clear exactly how to heal the body of the children of Israel. And we not anti anybody. Because we know one thing. If we got our young wife first and we follow his rules and regulations, one thing is not going to be overturned in this world. He made us plain exactly what he'll do in 107 verse 20, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, he made it plain. We know Mother E will be given a big time um, commentary shortly. But he made it plain what he'll do, Mother, in 107 verse 20. Or something. What, what did he say he'll do? How do we operate, Mother? Come on. Okay. The book of Psalms, 107. Verse 20, Psalm 107, verse 20. Okay. Psalm 107, verse 20. He said his words. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep saying it. No dead time in the air. Keep saying it till you find it. 107, verse 20. And you be turning on pages, 107, verse 20. Take a page out of Ira Yada. Repertoire always never leave dead time in the network. Just keep talking until you find it. 107, verse 20. 107, verse 20. Then when you got it, then you break out. Go ahead, I'm going to try that. You got it. Come on. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed him and delivered them. From their destruction. Yeah, so, so, mother, what do Yahweh do to heal this nation of Israel? What he do? Send the word. He send the word. You see that? He send the word, and he just sent the word and tell us exactly we ain't in a kind of trouble. We got to make sure we understand about dead food. We got to discontinue dead food in our mouth to get healed. Green food. Now run over to Psalms 104, verse 14. We are going. 104, verse 14. Mother The book of Psalms 104, verse 14. Verse 14. For the cattle and herd for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth. Now, what is the service of man? Is it cattle? What is the service of man? The the cattle, the grain, the cow. You know, the beef meat. The big meat, they feed off of bread. But which one is the service for man? The cattle or the what? According to verse number 14, what man is his outcome? According to verse 14. To bring forth food. 
out of the earth. The what? The what? The herbs. The herbs. The herbs. The herbs. 104 verse 14, the herbs. What kind of herbs? Green herbs. Hallelujah. for man. The cattle is, people want to say, well, I'm just, I'm just going to eat meat, beef meat. No, no. You know, that ain't the service for man eating beef meat. You not you eating dead cow meat. No, no, no. You're going to get on your feet. You got to put dead cow meat down, too. Because yeah, the grass and the cattle go together. Man get on the feet by eating herbs. What kind of herbs? Green herbs. A lot of water. Keeping your yeah, what did Yahweh say you do, Mother behind that? In the twenty third chapter, he said what he said you do. If we follow the Bible to help others, because sometimes he be around sick and sick, our kids, relatives, our neighbors, and they sick. Can you see them? They, they, they all can't get all this crap all up. You have to just tell them. You have to keep Yahweh first. This man in the book first. And you got to change what your wife and the people down in the cafeteria is giving you. You got to eat green, live food. You got to put the dead food down to get back on your feet. Then you, then you mess around and um, get you some uh, golden sea malt, and you put that in your food, put that in your tea, and that, it, that's just like a roller ruler called sea malt. The sea malt, you take it and put that up into your tea, and it get off and, and it get off into your body. It's like it starts. It's like you got claws on it or something. So it's looking for that mucus. That sea moss is looking for that mucus. It starts pulling it. And you got to have a gallon of water in your system. That sea moss starts pulling that stuff. All the information got swollen up knees and stuff. That that sea moss you looking for. You feel somebody like you know, like Rebecca saying. If I'm blessed, why I got all this trouble in my belly? Why do I feel like somebody in that box? When you take the golden sea moss, then you get the list about a, a lot of things based on the sea moss that from, you know, from the sea of the great waters and stuff like that. That sea moss, once you put that sea moss into your whatever, whatever you drink, and take some sea moss and make a little sea moss up. That sea moss is a fighter fight. It's like a roller rule. It'll pull out stuff and, and you go. It, where I'm on the alley, I don't care. You forget about that. But <laughs> you will saying that you wouldn't believe. God, job. That sea moss will bring all that out. It'll pull all types of bacteria. If you got the thumbing around, you can't walk right and all that, get you some, some golden sea moss. Then tell them to see you a list about all the sea moss that is in there. Yahweh first, sea moss, you know, and you put that off into you. And it starts rejuvenating your body. It'll start pulling all the mucus where you fall all around, can't walk right, knees all swollen up and everything. That sea moss is the number one. But with your Yahweh first, you gotta make them. So nothing works without Yahweh first. But you're not allowed to you know, go around the corner and think you're gonna get right. 
So we tell you, once you're in that position to help others, what they have to do is keep the Yahqua first. And then when you get when you order your CMOS from where you order from, you call you on that piece of one hour phone, the telephone sign our way to the CMOS there. Or you or you a package of CMOS. Amazon got it and all the you my five places rather than that. You mix that in and you you drink your half a gallon of your water per day and you use some part of exercise. I don't care where you started. Start doing something. And just in the next day, do the same thing again. And the next day, do the same thing again. Then Yahweh will see that you making that effort and he'll start turning it up like Then when you start to know that you're supposed to get worse, you start getting better. And then when the 30 days is up, by the time the 90 days come in, man, you you outside playing, doing what you want to do. You're going to digress the milk is pants and put them to the laundry mat of your your bed. Get all that stuff out. You got to get that stuff out the system. You got to get all that bacteria built up on starch eating food, dead food eating. And you know you don't eat no stress lobster wings. Frogs, you know that's forbidden for you by being Israel. Now, other nations can eat it. They can eat all the all the books they want, but you can't eat it. Hallelujah. Now, bring that verse off by Paul again now. You know, like what Paul said, I heard you say you got it. Come on, go your line, bring it out. All right, First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 reads, But I keep you, but I keep under my body and bring it to subject, lest that by any means, when I have teach to others, taught to others, I myself should be cast away. You you, you be cast away yourself. You try to tell people how to get on your feet, and and and, and you, you got to remember you got to keep yourself on your feet. Mm-hmm. How you keep yourself on your feet? You got to keep the yahweh first. Then uh, mother. Eve, what did what did Yahweh say he'll do in verse um Exodus twenty three? What did he say he'll do in verse number twenty five? What did he say he'll do? Exodus twenty three, verse twenty five. Keep talking about it till you find him, mother. Come on. Book of Exodus chapter twenty three, verse twenty five. Exodus twenty three, verse twenty five. Exodus 23, 25. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, read. And you shall serve the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from thee, from the midst of thee. You hear that, Mother? I know what he said first. You gotta, what you got to do first, you, it don't work until you serve Yahweh. He said, when you serve Yahweh, what he said, now what he said he'll do, he'll take sickness away from you. But it's God <laughs> when you serve him. See, you can't come another way and think 
and you're not serving him, and how you serve him from the pages of this book. That's when you're serving him. So now give me a preach up on that. On the, on the, now give me a preach up on that, mother. We're going to the seventh chapter and pick up verse 15 of Deuteronomy. We're talking about it. Seven fifteen. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. Verse 15 reads, And the Yahweh will take away from thee all sickness, and will put none of these evil disease of uh, uh, Egypt, the house of wine, with love Noah upon thee, will, will lay them upon all them that hate thee. You see that? You see, you see Yahweh in, in, in the snatch and grab business. He, his servants never had that problem. You know why? Because they stay focused. So now, back up to 12, down to verse 15. And he's talking good now. Now, pick up the verse 12, Mother E. 12 or 15. Do the round this. Yeah, chapter 7, verse 12 to 15. Oh, do the round this, chapter 7, 12 to 15. Do the round this, chapter 7, verse 12. Verse 12, read. Wherefore, wherefore, it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judges, these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall keep you, shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which ye swear unto their father. 13. And he will love thee. And bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine, and thy all, the increase of thy kind, and the flock of thy, of thy sheep in the land which he swear unto your father. Give thee. Verse 14. Verse 14. Thus shall be blessed above all people. There shall not be made, there shall not be male or female, barren among you or among your cattle. Mm-hmm. Because, because, well, what are you going to do, Moses 15? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with 15 okay. again? Verse 15. And Yahweh will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of these evil diseases of Egypt, the house of money, which doth know it upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. So, 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 so when the young lion reads the seven chapters of Second Ezra 56 and 57, listen, 
Going to 2nd Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 to 57. Young Lion, what it say? We're going to 2nd Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 to 57. 2nd Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 to 57. 2nd Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 to 57 reads, But while we live and commit sin, we consider not that we should begin to suffer for it after death. Verse 57. Then answered he me and said, This is the condition of the battle, which man that is born upon the earth shall fight. You see what I'm saying? So this is the condition of this battle. See, ever since the time of Noah, and then we went off into what we're in today. Even, you know, this is the condition of the battle now. This is our condition of the battle. You got to keep your Yahweh first. No doubt about it. You got to keep him first. You have to do what he tells you in his Bible. Once you do what he tells you in his Bible, one thing he ain't going to do, you know, I'm going to bring the elder in. I elder, he, you know, I, he ready to, uh, to you know, bring his broadcast and everything else. So, so in 8 verse 3, we have to, we have to, Remind ourselves what Yahweh said in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. What did he say to young lion? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3 reads, And he humbled thee, and suffered you to hunger, and fed thee with matter, which you knewest not, neither did your fathers know, that he might make you know that men do not live by bread only, but by the word that receded out of the mouth of Yahweh, do mm. man live. See, this is where we where we got to come in. We have to watch this on the page of the book. We don't have to be in this condition that we're in today. We have to let them know you can't order the water and hold back the wet. Right. Yahweh got to be first, and once Yahweh first, then all the seasons we're going to tell you to, to you know, that you might be on whatever stage you want to be. They call stages like, they say you go stage one, stage three. Listen, whatever stage you are, once you turn to Yahweh and you follow the seasons we just got to showing you in the early part of the lesson, you can turn anything away because Yahweh said he'll take away how much sickness? All sickness. Yahweh. And remember, the young lion read in Surah 10 1, a wise seer will instruct his people. Who is his people? Male. Male and female. It's instructed exactly what to do. Now, once you understand, you got to find, once you follow the season, get some sea moss, golden sea moss, and you mix that in whatever you eat, drinking, whatever it is, and that right there will, that, it got claws on it to pull mucus out of your body faster than anything if you're doing the right thing. And you get any kind of exercise and program. 
I don't care to sit in the chair and raise it up and sit back down. Start somewhere. Well, what kind of exercise am I going to do? Well, I can sit in the chair. Can you, can you get up? Yeah, okay. Do that five times. Sit in the chair. Sit back down five times. Get visible now. Whatever it takes to just shake, get up with that half a gallon of water and that sea moss and that green food, nothing dead. No dead food whatsoever. Remember, the cattle is, is for the grass. Man wasn't for the cattle. Man was for the earth. To get back yeah, on the feet. Now, once you're back on your feet, even then you start throwing in, you know, on moderation. But you're able to help others. Because some people come to you and say, I'm in the third stage of this. And, uh, Oh, Doc Cook told me my time is getting short. Listen, you, you do what Hezekiah did in 37 chapters. He turned to Yahweh and said, Yahweh, I walked in all your ways. And he said, get a young man 15 years, tell the go on down there, tell the go on down there and tell him he got 15 years coming. Listen, we ain't got to be in this thing. We ain't got to have all these stiffness problems. All we got to do is remember what the lessons just got through here and three to Yahweh about how to turn whatever and he said all and all and Yah and Young Lion read Deuteronomy eight three, man live by everything a man saying. So if you know man lived by what he said, didn't believe what the man saying. Put him first and seek him according to four twenty eight of a group ten times harder. And watch the difference. And then you be able to help others. Because the land, school, and banquet all, it's going to happen. But we got to be in position to, when the teachers is put together, we can march in to do the right thing and lead by example. And on that note, we're going to bring our elder in. He's going to tell you what Almighty put on him and tell you about the broadcast. No, no broadcast tomorrow unless you're going to Pell Talk and listen to the young lions roar on whatever the Almighty put on them. And that's tomorrow at 8 o'clock on Pastor. So right now we can bring our elder in. Elder Skip, not quite bitch that thing right. And Yakwa bless you, sir. You have a seat, bro. Hallelujah, Yakwa. Hallelujah, Yakwa. Well, we've been um, letting the spirit of Yakwa move the rest. Of so whatever Almighty got on you, you know you're your speaking engagement now, so you ready to tell them something. About the Yahweh, so take your time and, and we all ears come out. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among all these thousands of listeners. Well, I guess the elders do have to give an apology because I was late coming off of a few engagements and taking care of some stuff that you might call righteous work. All the things you were speaking of. If people would just focus on that in this program, they would be a lot better off. You know, we are given a choice, and most people forget about that choice. There ain't no two ways about being right. It's either right or either wrong. And you're told that in Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 19. That's a choice if you read it. Because the problem that you have, you have to remember even those preachers, deacons, pastors, clergymen, their job is to lead you astray. Now, 
That's the non-righteous. But our guide is to guide you through these dark times of loud bumpy guns for righteous learning and Christianity. We guide you through all these things so that doesn't help to lead you astray. So we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Trap Wise Ministry. Coming to you live, as always, with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, and always, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. And all this is done because you have not. And you have to look no further because you've now found it in the voices of the truth lights, tribe of Yadda. We open unto you on the normal days of 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Sabbath class, however, we do have. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and a online that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the members desire to leave. We also have a website address. This website address can be reached by putting in tryyadla.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tryyadla.com. Dash Israelites. Right under a big line, you'll see some choices. One of the choices will be tires and offering. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. However, on any other device, you might see menu. But again, after clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose tires and offerings and doing so. Remember, when it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8, had to tell a pastor this verse today. He was amazed when he read it. Psalms 96, verse 7 and 8. Seven says, give unto the aqua, you kindles of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you do this, to remember that Yahweh loves a your forgiveness, especially when you're given for righteousness. And donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30. And once again, it's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh Y. Also, at the building that school we often talk about, our banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of, like today. Hallelujah. Also, out there, don't forget to check that calendar. The calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come throughout the year. Also, we have a live program that features available during our broadcast time. Just enter three words this time, Yahua Radio Live. When you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribal Yahweh. And you click the red live button as soon as it appears, you'll be right into a live online broadcast. Now, also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh online. The first is the live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number, 
where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the 600 accounts of Yaquah's ministry. We're also now saying that do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you on the a discouraging click followed by a dollar. Also, by calling this number, you can inquire about the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get your correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it properly. Another note we might ask, please do not contact us here. Via email, phone, or text before broadcasts or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and seen many memos as most of us have seen. Even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line at 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach, you only hear that discouraging bell tone. And also, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. Just enter three words, Yaquan Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites. At that time, you can find anything that you would like to listen to on that list. And also during our normal blog talk broadcasts, or even on PalTalk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, even on your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. When you get there, we'll be listed in the ethnic group, African American. And we will be under Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Dab A room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Well, Yaquah Spirit will also be working for your Bible education. And online there to answer the topics we spoke of during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sir Israel, writing a shotgun. And no comments will be taken off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And I brought up as before teaching time. We will continue teaching on Peltal. Not long do it to all. But also, before we go, that continuing reminder that we always give. When we're given the scriptures to speak by this ear, be quick to hear, slow to speak. So the words of Yaqua will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaqua. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we will pass the program back to us here, Israel, and say, Hallelujah. Matthews, chapter 15, 
reading verses 29 to 31. 29 says, And Yahweh the son departed from thence, and came nigh unto the seas of Galilee, and went up into a mountain, and sat down there. 30. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, and maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Yahweh's feet, and he healed them. 31. And so much that the multitude wondered, when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they were glorified of the Yahweh of Israel. So Yahweh is in the healing business. And he passed that on. Let's get a preach up on that, El. And he passed that same healing down, you see, and he passed the healing business. In the 10th chapter of St. John, I mean, Matthew, El. And he passed that healing ripped down to somebody. We don't read what he passed that healing to. But but the healing to, in Matthew 10, Dale, can you help those see out in verse number 7 and 8? Matthew 10, verse 7 and verse 8. In the book of Matthew, chapter 10, reading verse 7 and verse number 8, 7 says, as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Eight, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Yeah. So we have the power to do these things. All we have to believe in Yahweh, we have the power to do so we go first examine what they're on and show them exactly what you got to do to get back on your feet. Um, young man, what's up? St. John chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. One of St. John chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. Which we are good on what he's saying is what he say himself. In St. John King 1 and 2, Brother Titus, you're on the clock. Come on. Book of John, chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. John, chapter 15, verse 1, read. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Verse 2. Every branch of meat that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. You hear you say during verse 2? He said, every branch that's in me, he said, he um, purges it. You, you, you ever seen somebody purge gold, I mean, stuff around gold, and purge out of this garbage outside, inside the fish, and you just take all that, you open that fish up and purge all that. Here's the man just saying it. Read that again. Thanks, John 15, 2. Take your time, that young lie. I think you're just on something. Come on, what he said in verse 2. John, chapter 15, verse 2. 
Every breath in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every breath that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He purges it. That means he, 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 he puts the giddy up on you. You're yeah, never going to be the same from week to week, month to month. You're going to be, you're supposed to, see, we got to pick it up, giddy up, giddy up. Now, read that verse again because we read half of the beginning of uh, verse 2 again. What did he say again? John chapter 15, verse 2. Every branch of meat that bears not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch. Right there, right there. Every branch that's in him that bears not fruit. What did he say he do? He taketh away. Take it away. And, and how do you know when you're taken away from Again, like, like when you preach up your Bible, Mother Z, we'll know exactly what you do when you're taking something away. When, when, when it's taken away from you, this is the, the way the person will act. They will act, um, give me Jude 119 just to get warmed up. Or young man, give me Jude 119. Yes, sir. Go to the book of Jude, chapter 1, verse 19. Jude, chapter 1, verse 19, reads, These be they who separate themselves, since sensual, having not the spirit. They would not have his word. They always be emotional. Emotional. All right, six verse two. They be always have an emotional spirit. They always got a comeback. You can show what the Bible saying, and they got a comeback. They be very emotional. They be on high alert, and they always will have a comeback. Coming. Not to add to it, but a comeback. Some kind of way, they a comeback will come out their mouth. See, this is we John James. And that's why I tell you what to look for. And when you walk that spirit and work that spirit on, when you got to call away the Bible, it's, it's showing, oh, I know exactly what's going on here. So what we read? Uh, Sirach Sirach chapter 6. six. Yes, sir. Sirach what chapter say? 6, verse 2. Install not yourself in the counsel of your own mind, that your soul be not torn in pieces. As the bull ran alone. Uh-huh. You see? You see what they do? So, when you see these kind of spirits, then watch, remember your Bible, remember your precepts on it, and the Bible is not going to remember. When the song was given the Bible in Revelation chapter 5, the Bible was still, that was it. It ain't no alteration in the Bible. Everything mm-hmm. was called, he read his part of the God. So, me, but he had to go through the path where he had to follow, you know, forgive them, they know not what they're doing, not my will, your will, and, you know, he went through it. Remember the standards called, and he had to be instructed, and once he gets instructed from the kids to follow, I'll pray, and recognize 
who be frozen from the body. Now, he says, the breath be taken away. Be taken away, and what? And, and then let us see how will they respond? Hey, mother, you know me. Um, Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two. Wait on mother, mother. But this was uh, young lions go to Galatians chapter five, verse nineteen to twenty-one. Now, once y'all found taken away from me, he said, "Now I'm gonna show you how they're gonna respond." Once that there is not to be taken away. And what do we do? Galatians 5, 19 to 21. Come on, you know why. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 reads, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, verse 20, Adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolation, wrath, right, sedition, heresy. Verse 21, envious, murderers, drunkenness, reviling, and such like of death, which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past. That they would do such things to not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Yes, so he says, well, you might uh, this part of do this part, but what part of it do you do? You want be, you be doing one of them when every branch is not in need that bears not fruit. That's what he said he he'll do. You can wear the first three out. I don't do that. But what part do you do? You got to do one of them. You got to do one of them. But if, if every point is something, you So one of these you want to pick, uh, uh, you know we ain't going to throw the Bible away. So which one do you pick? When you pick when every branch in me that's there not to be taken away. Which one of these, any one that you pick, that you are part of, that is a death. But now on the other hand, now young line, read, 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 read the, the verse again in 15, verse 1 again. Galatians chapter 15, verse 21. Now read back to St. John 15, 1 again. Okay, back to John. We're going back to John, chapter 15, verse 1 yes, reads. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Verse 2. Yes, Every br- verse 2. Every branch is in me that bear not fruit. He taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. What do you mean by he purges? That means he he he, he keep on putting, he put on you the uh, uh, um what is that? Is that in the loop? Uh. 
have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. So you see, when Yahweh purging you, and the fruit of Yahweh is love, but love, according to the Bible, mother, is what? According to Second John 1, verse 6, what is love according to Yahweh's love, mother? Um, and this is love that we walk and, after the commandment. So there go your love. So Yahweh loves you when you walk in his love. Yahweh loves you. So that's the love of Yahweh. You got to be walking in his law. Then he'll give you a 526. Every time you see your spirit be upbeat because Yahweh is loving you because of what you're doing. Remember, Yahweh read this is the condition of the battle. If you want Yahweh to love you, you've got to be walking in the law. Okay? Now, precept that mother and. Uh, 
is not mine. Twas the Father which sent me. You see that? So that's that, 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 that what we be doing. We be showing you what the what the Father gave the Son, and the, we be showing we giving you the word. See, it's no when you hear the word, it is the word. It ain't no if this uh, if that no. The word gonna change. Give me thirty one, mother. Verse thirty one. Thank God. Thank John chapter 14, verse 31. But that the word may know, that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandments, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. You see that? So the Son let you know on reading the Father love him because he keeps the law too. He kept the law to pride the law. So he didn't just, oh, well, he can thumb it all around. I said, no. The son said the father loved him because he got what he said. That's what he said. And we're going to pause with that and bring the best part of the broadcast in from Mother Z. And Mother Z going to give you a commentary or she'll give you whatever Yaqua wants you to have and whatever Yaqua put on up. Hey, Mother Z. Yahweh, bless, right. bless and keep you, see of Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Thanksgiving and the boys 
of them that make merit and I will multiply them and they shall be shall not be fake true. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. Verse 20. The children, that children also shall be as old time and their congregation shall be established before me. I will pull I will pull I will punish that that all I will punish all that oppress them verse twenty one and the nobles shall be uh, of themselves and the governors shall proceed it from the midst of them and I will cast cause him to draw near and he shall appear unto me uh, who is approach unto me for who is this that in in, in I don't know that word he gives his mind to approach unto me said uh, Yahweh verse 22 and ye shall be my people, and I will be, and I will be your Yahweh. Behold, the whirlwind of the Yahweh go forth with fury and continue, continue, whirlwind. It shall fall with pain upon the heads of the wicked. Verse 24. The, the fury anger of the Yahweh shall be returned unto The fury of the Yahweh shall not return unto him. <laughs> Until he has done it and until he has per- performed the intent of his mind in the latter days, he consider it. Hallelujah. 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 
you heard. The floor is yours, that mother dig up Israel. And spray your clothes, mother. Take your time and come out. Well, I'm coming from Second uh, Ezra 7. And I'm going to start at verses 16. Why hast thou not considered in your mind this thing that is to come rather than that which is is present? 17. Then answered I and said, O Yahweh, that bear rules, thou hast ordained in your law that the righteous should inherit these things, that, but that the un shall perish. 18. Nevertheless, the righteous shall suffer straight things and hope for wise. For they that have done wickedly have suffered the straight thing, and yet shall not see the wise. 19. And he said unto me, There is no judge above Yahweh, and none that has understanding above the highest. Verse 20. For there be many that perish in this life because they despise the law of Yahweh that is set before them. 21. For Yahweh has given straight commandments to such as came that they should do to live, even as they came and what they should observe to avoid punishment. 22. Nevertheless, they were not obedient unto him, but spake against him and imagined vain things. 23. And deceived themselves by their wicked deeds and said, of the Most High, that he is not and know not his ways, 24. But his law have they despised and denied his covenant, and his statutes have they not been faithful and have not performed his works. Hallelujah. 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 So we want to say, hey, I'll talk tomorrow at 8 o'clock. The young lions going to be ready to go. And the elder will be there to make sure you're on the right track. So, elder of the chair, before you give your closing statement, elder, can you uh, give old fear St. John chapter 15, 5 down to verse 7, and the closing statement. What's 
Okay. Uh, before I do that, uh, thank and praise Yahweh for the class. Thank and praise Yahweh to be in the class. And I'd like to read two verses out of First, First Peter. Wait a minute. First Peter, Peter chapter five, verses six and verse seven. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of Yahweh, that He might exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon Him. For he cares for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like to say to the clay, hold on, don't give up. Hallelujah. Give a, give a couple more verses for the mother. Come on. 
John chapter 15, verse 16 and 17. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. It ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you should ask of my Father in my name, he may give it to you. Verse 17. These things I commanded you, that you love one another. You see, he asked how long this is going to happen. 
you know, you know when it happened, uh, class, it happened in 70 AD. When he moved you up on your land, he let you, you scatter down in the lower part that you got all the way from Judah, Benjamin, Levi, in the southern part of Judah, all the way where we are right now. You see, so the seals know what to tell you. All you got to do is take heed, write it down, study it, and Yahweh will hear you. Now, Yahweh's song is coming into play. In Matthew 13, 14 through 17, and a close statement that y'all lying, you've done your part in grand style again, and we'll get your own pass off at 8 o'clock tomorrow. Matthew 13, 14 and 17, and a close statement by your young line. Come on. Matthew chapter 13, verse 14 and 17. Matthew chapter 14, 13. Hold on, oh, young line. Speaking at verse 14, take it straight down to verse 17. And a close statement, come on. Matthew chapter 13, verses 14 to 17. Matthew chapter 13, verse 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing, you shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing, you shall see, and shall not proceed. Verse 15. For this people's mind is wax growth. And their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed. Lest at any time they should be with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their mind, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Verse yeah. 16. He said, now once you are converted, he will heal you. you got to be converted to what? Come back to the law, statutes, and commandments with the right spirit, the fruit of the spirit in verse 22, love, joy, have a good personality coming out of you. Get here to heal you. Young mind, total statement is all yours. I'm going to catch everybody tomorrow on this day, Wednesday night at 6. But the young lines be on pass call tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Come on. We're going to the Book of Jubilees. Chapter 10, verse 10. The book of Jubilees. Chapter 10, verse 10 reads. Jubilees, chapter 10. Verse 10 reads. And one of us, he commanded that we should teach Noah all their medicine. For he knew that they would not walk in uprighteousness, nor strive in righteousness. Verse 11. And we did according to all his words, and all the malignant evil ones should be bound in the place of convict nature. And the tenth part of them we left that they might be subject before Satan on the earth. Verse 12. And we explained to Noah all the medicines of their diseases, together with their seduction, with their seduction. How he might heal them with green herbs of the earth. Hallelujah. 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 Heal with green herbs of the earth. That was it. Fuck that. 